Hi, I'm Keith the Critic, and this is The Aisle Seat. I got the superstar and tax preparer so far, Kim Schultz with me. How are you, Kim? I am ecstatically happy that tax season is pretty much over. So <laughs> I'm in a way better mood. Well, see? Come on. And, and then I got uh, Derek, the toy maker, Neil. How are you, Derek? I'm doing just great. A uh, lot, lot, lot better now that my car is out of the shop. Oh, yes, yes. Okay, so what we're going to review uh, today is uh, Master off of Prime, Jackass Forever, uh, Jackass Forever on Paramount Plus, and all the old knives on Prime Network. First off is Master. And uh, uh, Gail Bishop, played by Regina Hall, is uh, recently been promoted to the Master of the Residence Hall. And it's the first time ever that anybody at Lancaster College has named a black woman head of this post. So Professor Bishop wants to add new life to all the old, tra all the old traditions uh, because she wants to make it acceptable for all colors of women and especially uh, the African-American students. So a freshman played, uh, Jasmine Moore, played by Renault Zene, is uh, she has so much enthusiasm and she has a big time goal to just uh, do well in college. She signs up for everything and even though she take she took a room that was haunted, uh, but she said that I can get through the haunted room and all that. So, and also Jasmine uh, uh, clashes uh, uh, with uh, Liv uh, Beckman, played by Amber Gray, and she's the professor uh, in the middle of, uh, in the middle, and she she starts uh, saying that uh, she's a little bit racist and all that. And you know, I thought that uh, um, I thought that I'm not going to say too much more about this movie because there's some secrets in this movie. And I thought that director uh, Guillermo uh, Tala, I am not pronouncing that correct, but I'm going to try it as hard as I can with this. I thought she directed. Uh, uh, some scenes that were pretty surprising in this, and but overall, I thought the the script was uh, poorly written, and I thought the director at times she hit the mark, and other times uh, she didn't hit the mark, and I thought the acting in this by uh, Regina Hall is uh, great in this, and also uh, uh, Zoe Renee, she's great in it. And also, Amber Gray is great in this as well. I thought they did as much as they could to a movie that uh, I was excited about watching this movie. And then all of a sudden, you know, about halfway through it, you know, I kind of, you know, I kind of figured this all out. But I'm going to give this, because of the acting and some of the direction, I'm going to give this movie two out of four stars. Now, uh, if the uh, if uh, it was, if the uh, direction was good all the way through the movie and all that, I might have rated it uh, two and a half to three stars, but 
I just couldn't rate it any higher than that. Kim, what'd you think? Well, of course, we all know I love horror movies. Um, and so I realized that I probably wouldn't like this one because of what I thought it would be and what it kind of started out as, you know, started out slow. And then it brought yeah. in, it brought in a little bit and I was like, okay, now this is probably when I'm going to turn it. No, I'm not turning it off. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that wasn't, that didn't do anything for me. Like it didn't even make me mad or scared. Yeah. It had a little bit of a little bit of suspense, which I enjoy. Don't get me wrong. I mean, because I don't want anything bad to happen, which allowed yeah. me to watch the full movie. But I right. think if somebody that likes the horror movie, um, I think they'd be a little bit disappointed because yes. if I thought it wasn't scary, then they would be like, Ugh, like that wasn't anything. So I think I don't. I don't know. I. It was okay. I the, the ending made absolutely no sense to me. So yeah. I was like, "What? What? Oh, okay." <laughs> so you know, I'm gonna say one out of four stars. I'm not gonna like just by the fact that it's supposed to be a drama horror. I should have been scared, and I should have been like, "Yep, nope." And then yeah. you know that there's something to it. And if I made it through the movie, I mean, anybody can make it through the movie. I tell you, you know, I wanted to like this movie so much. And then, you know, because um, the actors in this, especially Regina Hall, I think is a highly underrated actress. I think yeah. she is really good. But, you know, this, I, I wanted to like this movie so much. But the only good things about this was uh, Regina Hall. And then also um, oh, uh, uh, Amber Gray and all that, you know, that that was it. And Zoe Renee, that's that's the only really good part of this whole movie. And you're right, Kim. At the very end, I was waiting for her to, you know, say uh, yes. Something. She I said nothing. Something. And I was like, uh, yes. I was like, what? It was kind of like. They had something planned and they were like, we're over budget. And they're like, all right, let's, we're done. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just sitting there. Really, Come I on. Really, I, didn't, I didn't really, I didn't really get it, but you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, uh, Derek, what do you think of this movie? Yeah. I, <laughs> this had a lot of potential. Um, oh God. Yes. The, the actors were fine. They did a good job. I'm not sure. Maybe Kim's right. It was a budgetary uh, thing. I mean, it, it kind of had this almost uh, uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail type ending where it was like they didn't know what to do, so they just cut yes. it back or something, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, which would be fine if this were a full-on comedy, but yeah. this is not a full-on comedy. Maybe that's what they should have done. Maybe they should have had the Zucker brothers do this as some sort of a parody or something. Well, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the the cast was fine. They did a good job. Uh, other than that, I I really can't give this more than maybe two stars, and that's solely for the cast. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that one. <laughs> yes. Do, do you feel like they threw the horror stuff in, like, they kind of like threw it in on spots where it didn't. Even, yes. Like yes. It didn't really like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, no. And then you're like, oh, nothing. But they yeah. like threw different things in and then it just didn't make any sense. And I don't know. 
And then, and then also, it, it felt like a, it felt like a studio interference kind of a thing. Like yes, somebody behind the scenes was like, "You should do this. You should do this. You should." should. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. What, I I didn't get a chance to look up the director, so I don't know what other films they have under their belt. But it it kind of felt yeah. like maybe they were overwhelmed by the production and and maybe the studio was coming down hard. And they didn't know what to do, so they just did what they were told. Yeah, I, I know. I, I yeah, I, I me and uh, me and you and Kim, we just wanted to enjoy this movie, but yeah. you know, because like you said, Kim. I think the horror was just kind of uh, uh, they, they had to have something in that to grab your attention and all this. Right, yeah. If this was just uh, 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 a normal uh, movie, I think it would have been much better. Don't add any horror into this. I think this would be a good right. movie. If it was just a good suspense movie. Right. What do you yeah. think, Derek? I agree. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. If it, Maybe, maybe, maybe that's something we could do is, you know, get someone to recut the movie and remove the horror elements and just yeah. focus on the suspense. And maybe, maybe we could make something of this movie that way. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, it's it, it, it just part, like parts of it. Like, it's just, well, if you, if you cut down the five different horror app, but the, well, the cr- grossness that they put in one time and. Or twice, yeah. and then you're like, "Oh, that! What is that going to mean? Nothing. Yeah. It means nothing." <laughs> it, yeah, you, you're right. It, it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Man. Okay, Jackass Forever on Paramount Plus. Johnny Knoxville, Steve O, uh, Dave England, uh, Jason Weeman, and the rest of the Jackass cast are all a part of Jackass Forever. Uh, all the, uh, there's, uh, uh, it's a new version of, uh, I think they, uh, took it, uh, to the extreme and I like that. And I thought that, um, uh, Johnny Dangerously gets knocked out. Steve O is hanging by a thread and all that. Uh, but I love Jackass. I love the TV series, and I like um, well uh, three out of the four movies, you know. And I just, uh, I just like uh, these movies because I think, uh, yes, I uh, I like um, humor like this because you know, I, I, that's how that's how I am. Sometimes I can be a little bit twisted. And Kim and Derek know that. Um, I think the whole Jackass cast uh, is hilarious in this. And there's some funny parts in it. And I just love uh, everything about this movie. Uh, Johnny Knoxville and the rest of the cast is very funny in it. Uh, There's some weird, uh, uh, outstanding stunts in this. And like I said, they get hurt and all that. But I think this movie is exceptionally, I think this movie is funny. And I'm going to give this a three out of four stars. And it's excellent in my opinion. This is just just my opinion. Uh, But I love Jackass Forever. And I saw it at the theaters and I watched it on Paramount+. Plus. 
I just, um, I, I don't know. I just love Jackass. So that's my opinion. I'm going to give this three out of four stars. Okay, Kim, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, this is stupid. I, I will never watch a Jackass movie in my entire life. I, it's, it, they are the dumbest concept. <laughs> The stupidest thing you could ever possibly want. <laughs> I, I don't understand why why people enjoy watching others have pain inflicted on them for a comedy. I've never liked. I've never liked any of that kind of humor ever. And I can say that I've never watched Jackass the TV show. I've never watched a Jackass movie except when I tried to watch this one for about five minutes, and the first time a guy got hit in the balls. I was like, there's absolutely nothing funny about that. <laughs> and I can't, like, I'm an empath, and I don't like, I, I can't watch people be in pain. It just doesn't work for me. And so yeah. I was like, nope, not even going to try because I it, it, it doesn't put me in a good mood. It puts me in a darker place to watch that. And it, I don't care. Like, I, what I found from the people that I've talked to, the husbands loved it, the wives did not. And I'm sure that there's some women out there that really like to watch men beat themselves up because, but I don't care who you are. I could not watch this movie. I cannot rate it because it would be a zero because I think the premise is stupid. So that's kind of my, you know, my, my, um, my held back, my held back (laughs) of this. But when I saw that we had to watch it, I was like, oh, I don't think I'm going to make it. And I thought, nope, you're going to do it. And nope, I did not make it. So um, I, I okay. didn't like it. Okay. I had to see this uh, on my own because Melissa said, <laughs> I, she said, I've already watched the first Jackass. And she goes, do I need to watch any more? <laughs> and, <laughs> and I said, I said, well, yes, you do. She goes, I'm not going. And, <laughs> Right and there so, with you, Melissa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, uh, um, uh, Gabby, uh, she didn't want to watch Jackass, and I invited her to come too. And so I went and saw it by myself, and I still loved it no matter what. I, I just, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, yeah. I don't know, you know. I, I just love this. I, I, I love this, this, this kind of humor, and I, I because. Bottom line, they don't do it in front of anybody. They just do it on their own, their own, uh, whatever they're doing. They're doing it on their own. And that's what I like about that, you know? So, yeah. you know. Nope. <laughs> okay, Derek, tell me you like Jackass Forever. Well, I generally have no problem with slapstick comedy. You know, I, I like the Three Stooges. Yes! I, yes! I have no problem with that. Um, <laughs> thankfully, the Jackass films aren't anything like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I didn't have to go back and watch 20 years of this crap to be able to follow it. <laughs> Nope, just stupidity. Stupidity. If you if you don't mind a bunch of grown men making themselves infertile, then this is your your kind of movie. 
Come on, Derek, side with me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, obviously, there's no awards that's going to be handed down. And if they are, I'll lose all faith in the awards uh, <laughs> presenters. Uh, right. No, yeah, me anyone, too. If anyone gets up on the stage and says, and the Oscar goes to Johnny Knoxville for Jackass Forever, I'll turn the TV off and I'll have no more faith in the Oscar committee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, me neither. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, it, there's really nothing new. I mean, you can... You can watch any episode of the TV show, any of the movies. You're going to see the same stuff. You're going to see a bunch of guys beating themselves over the head with God knows what. Yeah, it it plays to that kind of uh, schoolyard humor that we all had as a kid. You know, we'd watch that friend of ours trip over a, a tree root. We'd all laugh. And it plays. <laughs> That's to that funny. Part. <laughs> yeah, it, it plays to that part of our, our reptilian brain. So, right. so that's kind of where it hits us. But you have to remember, we're well-evolved creatures now. That reptilian brain is suppressed for a reason. <laughs> we, should be, we should be watching well-made movies like Gone with the Wind. Or, or, or you know, <laughs> movies that somebody actually put an effort into it. I mean, shooting a guy out of a cannon coming pool of razor blades isn't hard work it's just really kind of stupid <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh yeah i i i i might give this one one star and that's and that's only because when the credits arrived i was happy yeah. <laughs> that's awesome see i i like i like a well crafted movies and you yeah but oh, don't try i like movies that. like jackass forever come on it's a great I, movie the <laughs> only part of this movie that was well crafted was probably the pants that some of these guys were wearing oh god <laughs> And that's because if it was any but any other pair of pants, they'd probably tear with the abuse they got. Oh God, I know, man. It was, it was. Uh, yeah, I would never ever do any of these stunts, and that's why I kind of. <coughs> that's why I kind of like watching other people do these stunts <coughs> because I don't have to suffer through it. So you know. Uh, I didn't suffer through this either. I just, I just said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, next up, uh, all the old knives on Prime Network. There's a bomb that kills uh, over a hundred people uh, uh, ten years ago, and the CIA wants to find out who would, who backed the bombing. So uh, they, uh, 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 veteran operatives, uh, Harry uh, Pellman, played by uh, Chris Pine, is assigned to root out the mole. And so he goes all over at the odors of, uh, of uh, Lord Fisburne, who says, uh, you need to find whoever did the bombing and you need to uh, kill them. And so his investigation leads from Austria to England to California, where he reunites with a longtime colleague and ex-lover, Celia, Celia, Celia Henderson, played by 
uh, Tarazi Newton. Um, okay. Um, I thought this movie, I'm not going to tell you much about this movie because there's some secrets in this that were kind of, uh, uh, kind of good, but I thought overall, um, I thought the direction of this movie was inconsistent and I thought the script was inconsistent. That means this movie isn't going to be that good. I thought that Chris Pine, uh, Fandy Newton, Lawrence Fishburne, Jonathan Price were all very good in the, in their and in this story, but I thought the movie was uh, terribly written and really not that well directed as well. But those uh, four people really kind of lifted the movie up to uh, what I'm right, going to rate this. Uh, there was a couple of surprises throughout this movie, but not many. I thought this movie was. Uh, uh, I thought this movie was uh, poorly. Uh, I thought there wasn't a good script formality in all this. I thought that I was looking for some uh, good scenes between uh, 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 Henry Pellman and Celia Harrison, and that never happened at all. You see him, and I was just like, okay, let's move this on a little bit. And I, I wasn't rewarded at all. But I thought, you know, I'm going to give the actors uh, probably uh, one and a half stars out of four. I just thought this movie, I've seen this movie before, and I didn't want to watch it again. I wanted a different kind of story, and it didn't pull it off for me, and I was hugely disappointed. Uh, Kim, what do you think? So from what I can see that I think they started filming this in December of 2020 in yes. the UK. Yeah. And this is just one of those typical COVID movies that right. really sucks. You've yeah. got the, I don't know if the script was written before or once again, we go into lockdown and we go, oh, let's all get on Zoom and put together a movie. And then I don't know how that came about, but I can tell that while filming it, the energy level of anybody, they're still in that, that bad energy. I just don't think any movie made in 2020 and 2021 is going to have the power that they had before then. Right. You know, just the, the big things. Everything <clears throat> is kind of condensed down. It's really smaller people. Like, you don't have the big things, you know, like they use stock footage for a lot of stuff. Yeah. I, I This one was okay. It wasn't anything great. I It did, you kind of was like, you'd follow along and then you'd get lost and then there would be a long conversation and then you're like, oh, who slept with who and who loved who? And, and you know, it, it just kind of fizzed out. It's, it's one of those, I, I, I'm just blaming it on COVID for just the fact that even that there was just no, just no excitement. These actors were having to act how to act. It's like a double, yeah. cut, double thing. Cause Chris Pine can do a way better job. Oh yes. And so what he did here. I just felt that's just what I kind of yes. felt as an overall gloom to the movie. Um, I would have to say, I would say one out of four stars. Yeah. Um, it, it's not like, it's not one of the one out of four stars that I want to get my life back on, but I just don't want someone to watch it thinking that it's going to be thrilling or exciting. <coughs> it, it's not really a thriller. It's just kind of like, uh and it's kind of like a story or something. I don't know. It was it was just weird to me. And it's well, based on the book. It's based on a book. 
So yeah. I'm, I'm sure maybe the book would be better than what this was. And I do believe that the COVID restrictions and the COVID scare did limit them with what they could do by filming in 2020 and 2020, the first of 2021. Because we were okay. still pretty locked down. Oh, yeah, we were. But didn't they have enough time, the writer and the directors, to come together on the phone or whatever they were doing and make a decent, uh, uh, different, different, uh, better script and much better directing? Yeah. They- you had to de- depend because they got some fantastic actors in this. Yeah. yeah, I think it was supposed to be bigger. I, yes. really, I really just think that the stigma and the life that people were living at the time they were filming yes. was just, it's really hard. That's you're, you're, You see it. It can't go away. I mean, it's literally there, the stress. So that's, oh, that's yeah. my take on it because I really yeah. believe this could have had, a, it could have been a much better film. Yeah, it, it could have. Derek, what do you think? Yeah, I, I'm in agreement. Uh, it, it this, this is more of a cookie-cutter action film. It kind of feels like a, a bargain bin Walmart movie. Um, it's almost like they wasted the money on the cast, hoping that the cast would elevate the film. Yeah. And that never works. I, I have seen numerous movies where they get all-star casts for that reason, and the film just flops no matter who was in the movie. Um uh, a good example is movie 42 if, if, if you've ever seen that i think that's what it was yeah yeah huge all-star cast in every sequence and the movie was just horrid beyond all repair yeah uh, now this one it, it like kim said i do believe that this probably was conceived to be a bigger uh probably a much more action-packed film uh probably had it a lot more written into it originally but with COVID and lockdowns, they probably had to rewrite the script on the fly. Uh, and they probably did the best they could with what they had. It wouldn't surprise me if they had separate locations that they couldn't use because of restrictions. So they had to change locations like, oh, we were supposed to be in Morocco, but I guess yeah. Detroit will do. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it, it definitely was, you know, both, both with the, the writing and I'm sure with some of their set pieces and even the actors being uh, uh, hampered by, by, you know, this pre and post COVID. I mean, uh, they, they started filming, you know, at the fir- within the end of the first year of lockdown. And then I'm sure a number of lockdowns hampered a number of their locations, which resulted in rewrites. And it wouldn't surprise me if some of their cast even had to, to you know, leave production because of it. So this was just a mess altogether. But if they would have just gotten a whole bunch of independent actors and filmed this as a bargain bin film, they'd have probably done a lot. I bet they lost a ton of money just on the cast alone. Oh, God, yes. (laughs) So, yeah, they should have just gone with a whole bunch of independent actors, shot your standard bargain bin film, sent it out there, they'd have probably broke even and wouldn't have had too much of a loss. Right. Yeah, you're right on that one. Yes. I I, I, I can give this one two stars for the cast. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, um, when I first saw this movie, I, I, you know, I said, wow, 
that's a good cast. It must be uh, filmed during the during the uh, virus and all that. Yes, uh, I found out it, it, it was. But could you have a better script and better directing? I don't care. They got fantastic actors. That's fine. Just uh, a better script and better directing makes a much better performances by the actors. Actors only act when uh, you know how the how it's written. I'm glad they took uh, a little bit more charge and maybe changed uh, you know uh, the wording, the actors on all this because my God, this movie is not good in my opinion. You know, it, and, and and it's going to be interesting in the coming years because there's a lot of filmmakers that had some of their first films being filmed during COVID. Yeah. And they had put out some excellent material despite yes. lockdowns and, and restrictions. And I think those directors are going to go on to do some awesome stuff because they've had to work with those restrictions. Yeah. And I want to see what they can do without those restrictions. Yeah. What yeah. These these up and coming directors that had their hands tied do when their hands are no longer tied. Right. And that's what I'm looking forward to seeing over the next few years. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Coming up this year, we're going to have Slash and Bash or Sci-Fi Film Festival on August the 26th and the 27th at the Topeka Performing Arts Center. We're going to have Deborah Voorhees. Of course, she starred in Friday the 13th, Part 5. Sure, we're going to show that movie. And then also, she has a, a new movie that just was released earlier this year called 13 fanboy and also patrick ray's going to come in with i am lisa uh todd sheets is going to be there as well and he's going to show a movie called final caller uh you can just uh tickets are only uh twenty dollars each and i think that is a great deal and more guests are going to be announced next week and so uh, just keep listening and we'll tell you who's all coming out. Now you can get uh, uh, tickets, go to slashabashfestival.com and buy your tickets. Or if you want to be a sponsor, click, click on the sponsors and it's only $50. If you want to bring a table out or whatever you want to do, it's up to you. And there's so many other people that are going to come out and be guests as well. Okay, now, next week, The Weekend Away on Netflix, Doug Days on Disney+, Plus, <laughs> and Batman, the new Batman, it's, uh, was still playing at the theaters, but now it's on HBO Max, so give it a shot, and uh, I want to thank uh, Superstar and Tax Preparer, Kim Schultz. Thank you so much, Kim. You're so welcome. And I want to thank Derek, the toy maker. Neil. Thank you, Derek. Well, thank you. Always a pleasure to be here. Okay, and I'm Keith the Critic, and this is the ILC.